in that moment, all I was focused on, and I was so overwhelmed by my saboteurs, in that moment, it was literally survival because it was death or... Blessed love and respect, champion. What's the worst that you've ever had? Mines was waking up one day realizing that I had so much to offer the world. But because of the lack of time, poor energy, and a shitty focus, I failed to do so. Sounds familiar? Hopefully this isn't you. But can I tell you a secret? If you're not practicing these secrets, you'll be in the same position as I was. I want to share with you what I've been learning about the world's most accomplished and influential leaders so that you can become better at mastering your mind, body, and ability to be more productive and persuasive. I realize that no one is telling the real story of leadership, where there's more downs than there is ups. And this podcast is for creative, high-impact leaders who would like to achieve their highest level of performance so that we can 10x the positive impact we are making in the world. Together, let us make leadership sexy by leveling up into our highest performance self, mastering all six secrets of the world's highest performing leaders. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on a journey to self-mastery as I share with you the stories of the world's highest performing leaders to help you live a more purposeful and fulfilled life. This is Dina Delplash, your high performance coach, and it's time to level up. That's a love and respect champion. Now, today is another episode of Level Up with Dino. And today we have leveling up with us is the mighty Janine Jakob. Okay, I also like to think of her as the positive intelligent queen or mental fitness champion. And today we are going to have a really amazing discussion with her around high performance and how mental fitness play a vital role in becoming a higher performing leader and just to share with you a bit about who Janine Jakob is for those of you who don't know Janine Jakob is a high performance coach and an interculture consultant and she's from the beautiful country of Germany for those of you who like the German beer, beers and the bread you know how that is I don't. and she's also <laughs> and she's also <laughs> the founder of the full potential partners Shanghai after seven years of work, work, work experience at a global Fortune 500 IT company, HP, otherwise known as Hewlett Packard, she also founded Happiness Association Bye Bye Borders in, Shanghai, in, in Suzhou. In parallel, she studied a double master's degree in international business at the Germany Munich Business School and French SKEM, a business school in Suzhou. And Janine has lived, studied, and worked in France, the USA, Finland and China. And she is a very passionate founder of an event hosting for several network organizations such as Girl Gone International Sujo, SheBridge Intercultural Relationship, and the Internation Sujo. And she has a community of over 3,000 people online in her Monday Morning Motivation China where there's these live webinars every Monday in English. And also there's a Wednesday morning for our Chinese audience, which is packed with motivation and packed with the energy that you need to really shop as your best. So I just wanna welcome you, Jenny, into the Level Up show. And I'm really honored to have you here. And how, how are you doing this morning? 
uh, listening to you saying these things, you make it sound so awesome. So now I feel like I'm fully pumped up. Wow, how awesome that person must be like. Thanks for that. <laughs> Come on, you know, you know you deserve it. You know you deserve it. But let, let, me, let me just start with this question. What's the story of how you got to where you are today? I'm, I'm really curious. Well, long story short, um, when I did a homestay in the US, I was about 16 years old. I ended up in Las Vegas. Yes, Ooh. I was 16. And at that time, staying with the family, I realized, ooh, I want to work for a big company and do something mm. in intercultural management and definitely working with uh, people from different countries in a big company. And that's how I ended up um, finally at HP, studying and working there. So I'm so grateful to my managers, to the company. I think I got so well trained, educated, got a lot of responsibility as a junior already. So you basically grow. I always like to grow by being thrown in the cold water. And I feel Ooh. like that's how I grow the fastest. Yeah, what happened then is I started my double master's degree, so still working for HP, and then I started this, and I thought, okay, I want to go to another country. So this time I chose China, mm. and you can see it from my facial expressions. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. At that time, everybody, my clients, and so they were talking about, uh, oh my gosh, Chinese companies be by German companies, and KUKA, and Osram, and like... Mm what is made in Germany, these really well-known companies yeah, and people yeah. were shocked. Mm. So that's why I was, was like, okay, I guess this time I gotta go to China. I mm. was afraid, let me tell mm. you this. I had a French and Chinese culture shock when I ended up in Suzhou oh, wow. for my studies, but I was like, okay, you know what? It's just eight months. If you don't like it, it's gonna be okay. Mm. And then you can go back home with Germany. and uh, during these eight months I really found because of all these side projects I did next to still working 10 to 15 hours per week for HP Germany and still like studying in full time um, I got so much um, knowledge about the country how to do marketing how to run your own projects and startup mm. living with a Chinese family I learned so much that I realized, oh, I found my purpose in life. I cannot mm. go back to um, my former job at HP, although I love my bosses, my clients, the company, and so on. And that's why I quit my job, started my own company. I had phases where in the first summer, um, I had my, I think, first burnout. I had visa issues um, because my agent wasn't good enough to support me on a Friday night landed in Hong Kong I really and this was also the first time I had to pay for my first office I my first intern had just started the second intern from India was supposed to come and that weekend I landed in Hong Kong because of visa issues I really thought um, if this is not going to work out with getting a new visa in Hong Kong um that I'm gonna lose my life somehow. And then mm. at the same time, after I finally made it back, so I didn't have to go back to Germany. And yes, thank goodness it worked out at the end, but I was mentally really like at the edge because mm. the life I had just created and built up in Shanghai, I was really bad, like, I thought I would lose it. Mm. I was like, nowhere. And 
no but it worked out but then it was the first summer in like doing my own business in in china and at that time suddenly everything that made me money revenues before that suddenly didn't work out anymore mm. and i couldn't make a lot of revenues and you're gonna laugh but I was on a training on the other side in China. I think it was in Chengdu and in Kunming. And I was about to go on stage to, to train people. And I got this message from my landlord and I told him, I'm sorry, I'm gonna pay in a few days, but a few days later, they said, if you don't pay today, we will come and take all of your stuff tomorrow. Wow. And, um, yeah, even if you have a contract, it just doesn't mean much. So I didn't even know where my food would come from next week, a couple of times. I had eight RMB left even before I built up my company when I was sometimes going between Suzhou and Shanghai. But you know what? I realized no matter how challenging a time is, you're going to figure it out. It makes mm. you so creative. You come up with new ideas mm. on yeah. how to run your company, your staff, or how to make revenues or uh, I mean, at the end, we provide a lot of value to people and you cannot mm. do everything for free as well. Now, mm. during the lockdown, locked, lockdown in Shanghai, we face a lot of new issues again, but mm. they make us resilient and life goes on. <laughs> and yeah. these tough challenges make you so creative. And Most creativity definitely. and empathy is also something we do a lot in uh, mental fitness. Yeah. And, you know, you can see that, that transition back then from you know, leaving a big company such as HP and going on your own, there was a lot of struggles going on there. And I know a lot of the listeners who are listening, you know, they have that desire and drive to, you know, make a positive impact doing what they love. And it's scary, you know, it's scary. A lot of things can go wrong. So I, I want to know what, what was driving you back then, you know, to really make that switch to jump into the unknown and, you know, go on this journey of helping others the way you're doing today? What, what, what was driving you? It's very simple. So when I did my first two semesters um, of my master's at Munich Business School, I took that course called um, Success Factor Happiness with Professor Schmidtkons. And mm. that course changed my life. I started mm. to put less pressure on my shoulders and a lot changed in my mind. I feel like there was a click. People, when they are first happy um, with their life, no matter if they're rich or not, but first comes happiness. And if they're doing well and they're happy, apparently they have better chances of becoming successful. And I felt like when I ended up in Suja at um, Schema Business School, I founded this happiness association. So I could try out a lot of the theory I learned, but in practice, hosted my own first conferences, um, and I really realized, wow, that knowledge is so powerful. If we just focus a bit more on our happiness, it can, like, I can help people have more engaged employees in their company. I can help them create, like, um, like um, company cultures that can help them thrive and attract the right talent, for example, help them with um, growing their business. Zappos was one of these companies that got bought by Amazon for huge money. The reason why they also survived and continued growing is because of their company culture. Mm. A lot goes back to these basics 
of like, why should I have happy, healthy employees? How can I take care of them? Uh, because at the end, it seems like people only care about the KPIs and making mm, more profit yeah. and revenues and so on. But hey, guys, I realized like I can help you to get there just in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of like this realization for my own life and other people, I realized I have to make an impact here in this country. In Germany, in the US, these uh, things are already happening. They don't need me. But here I really can make a difference. And this is then when more co beyond this um, happiness in the workplace knowledge that I had, I also like um, got new certifications like for trainings, uh, for coaching. And all of this, what I do nowadays is somehow linked together. So in trainings and coachings, I often combine those skills. Very often communication is a basic foundation. Very often, like, yes, the concept of happiness and success, combining it, finding your passion, your purpose is also the same kind of concept. It's closely linked. Mm. And soft skills are also like closely correlated in there to help you as an individual or your, your company to get where you want to be. Yeah. And, yeah. and just just to pull things back to the happiness piece, because I'm getting really curious and excited about this, you know, because, you know, as leaders, we sometimes know that the ultimate achievement is, you know, that feeling of happiness and joy. But what I'm really curious about, what are some of the practical things that you do as a leader to make sure that, you know, you are cultivating this happiness within you? You just mentioned the ultimate goal is happiness. It's interesting <laughs> you said this. This is what people think, right? Mm. But research really found out it's not first success and making money and then the ultimate goal is happiness. No, it's the other way around, basically. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. as you just mentioned, in the here and now, happiness is a choice. We mm. need to, like 40% of our happiness actually comes from um, activities and the relationships. So really like um, think about um, like, who do you surround yourself with? Are you only surrounded with negative people in your workplace, in your private life? Or do you wanna be surrounded by people who are happy, positive, especially for example, now in lockdown times, who are not only dragging you down, but lifting you yeah. up when you're already insecure and, un and going through these uncertain times. Um, so this is relationships. And number two are activities. So um, for now, when you have hired the right people and make sure that they also like fit to the mm -hmm. values that you have in your company, um, now how can you engage them more? And I know here in China, people often say, oh, we have team building events, meaning let's take our staff out for dinner. But no, guys, there's so much more that you can do. Like you can integrate in your um, company culture things like a random act of kindness. Mm. This could be some company do this once per month, or you can just do this anytime. Hey, Dino, I like you <laughs> like to get up early in the morning to do sports. So maybe I surprise you and suddenly I go running with you or I give you a cappuccino <laughs> be awesome. because I know be you awesome. love it so much. <laughs> And I surprise you, that's a random act yeah, of yeah. kindness. It doesn't yeah. have to cost money. But then yeah, there's powerful. also like gratitude, compassion, and um, mindfulness are keys to happiness. How can you maybe include a mindfulness activities in your workplace? Maybe mindful eating or mm. like mindful exercises. 
Yes, I know people always talk about yoga. Come on, guys. Yes, yoga is great, mm. but there's so much other things that you can do, like in an IT company or with engineers. Maybe they don't want to do yoga. Come up with other ideas how yeah. you can integrate mindfulness in drinking, in mm. eating, in mindful conversations. Like now, I'm not checking my two phones at the same time while having this conversation with Dino. No, I'm mindfully focused on you and wanting to talk to you and being compassionate with like as leader for example mm. how can i be compassionate and have a compassionate or empathetic leadership style i'm actually going to give um a um a training on that for a big um chemical company very very mm. soon Amazing. so yeah no matter if you're a man a woman what nationality you are uh, don't make excuses like everybody can integrate <laughs> these tiny little things and yeah. it doesn't even have to cost you much mm. no not at all to integrate this and to have a big outcome for your staff for yourself and you will you will be able to even measure it in your kpis now if you're listening to this show i believe it's because you are ready to take your performance to another level and that is why i've created this show as a program in my high performance leader coaching ecosystem to help you master these high performance habits with accountability, structure, and guidance from me as your coach. And it is free for you today as my listener. Join my high performance leader coaching ecosystem right now. Go to leveluppwithdino.com. Again, go to leveluppwithdino.com. And Dino is spelled D-E-A-N-O. And if you're listening to this in China, you're watching an episode on YouTube, just click the link in the description below. And remember, it is time for you to level up. Yeah, and yeah, I, I'm very I'm very happy that you mentioned the, the term KPI because I know a lot of business leaders depend heavily on their KPI. And sometimes the big issue is they're not able to show how these abstract concepts such as happiness or uh, gratitude or uh, doing compassionate work contributes to their KPI. But I know in your work as a positive intelligent coach and a mental fitness expert, you have, you know, you have statistics that is supporting these. What are some of the stats that you can share with our, our future leaders on how this literally affects their KPIs in a big way? Well, so whenever I have any trainings and especially I like to do things like, for example, for like seven weeks or so, instead of just a one day training, because regular continuation of our practice and broken down in little pieces has a bigger effect on everybody. Because one day, three day trainings, they often go in here and go out <laughs> and they don't take the knowledge and apply it in their business. So I'm a very practically oriented person. And before we often start the positive intelligence or mental fitness um, program, I actually want everybody to see what is the status quo. So I would send out a few questions to understand, depending on your goals, whether you want to increase your performance or you want to decrease stress management of your team, like we did this with a big Singaporean company. It's very important. We have a status quo. Where do you see yourself, your productivity, your happiness? Um, I try to make this measurable in a quantitative and qualitative way. At the same time, I send out some tests. Sometimes I want to know a bit more about your personality type, the MBTI. Um, I often like to get to know the people um, and what are their saboteurs. 
And then we have a ranking from zero to 10 of the saboteurs that every person has. It gives me so much information that I can individually work on this um, in your team or with individuals to help weaken the inner saboteurs. And it's so interesting to see before and after. I sometimes have team members in the team that decrease their saboteurs a lot. And sometimes I'm so surprised how this is possible in seven weeks. And by decreasing your inner saboteurs, like your inner judge, or you procrastinate less, you control less um, too much. And um, these things have big outcomes in um, the way how you communicate with your clients, with your partners, the way how you negotiate, how you do your sales. One of my clients, she's from, um, she works for a big HR company, is from Belarus. After a seven week program, she actually increased her sales twice by I think 25%. And I was like, what? That's crazy. After seven weeks of just attending my course, something clicked. She changed the way, like she does like little, let's say like not breathing exercises, but little exercises to distract her mind, her mind when it gets overflown by negativity, by focusing on the five senses. She does it before everything that is important, meeting the client, giving a presentation, whatever she needs to do. And because she is clear headed, and she's also now then um, going into the sage powers, trying to use the positive emotions and to help her thrive, positive emotions like accessing her right brain to be more creative, more innovative, making better decisions, using more empathy for herself or her clients. This is why she makes better decisions and can close more deals. Mm. And basically we Mm. can measure this even over time, like checking um, the deals, the revenues, uh, the process before and even after the program. And then beyond this, I often like to also check what is the positive intelligence score you have. We call it PQ. I know you know EQ, IQ, but by measuring this, it's very interesting. In the seven weeks, most of the times I can really see the PQ score is increasing. And research showed, and I wrote my own research paper, teams who have, or individuals, who have a PQ score of at least 75 out of 100%. They are thriving more. They are happier in their lives. They're more successful in their lives. And I helped a company founder, um, even by measuring this, to see which of his employees he really wants to keep and give another one-year contract and which not. And the ones who always seem to have a different mindset, a different way of communicating, more complaining, it's very interesting. We could see this every week even in the group coaching sessions, how they reacted and responded to the daily reflections. And guys, I'm not judging, right? But also they, their PQ score did not increase. They also mm. did less the activities compared to the other people in that team. And it's really funny, those two in the team who really reacted like this and there was no change, he independently had decided those are the ones he probably does not want to uh, give another contract for a year. Mm. And I could literally oh, even wow. see this in the PQ score, in the way how their saboteurs are, in the way how they communicate in our group coaching sessions and whether they grow in those seven weeks or not. And you mm. can really see it. So it's really helpful even for you to make decisions. 
Yeah. And, and I see we already got into the positive intelligence realm. And I know I have experienced the training with you, you know, we were in the same, you know, same group as coaches. And there are some terms that I know some of the listeners may not be familiar with that I'll just ask you to help out with here, you know, saboteurs, sage, the judge, and the positive intelligence score. Like what, what, what are saboteurs and why, why, why are they important to our performance as leaders? What are, what are these saboteurs, sage, and just sounds like a video game that I played when I was in high school. Tell us a bit more about those. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. Thank you. So basically guys, imagine your brain can sabotage you. Your brain can help you thrive. When you're overwhelmed with negative emotions, like fear, we in lockdown, we actually have a lot of fear, uncertainty, insecurity that we currently go through. When you're overwhelmed with angriness, stress, or whatever negative emotion it is, your mind is sabotaging you. You get motivated by the saboteurs that give you um, negative emotions. They help you to survive and they tell you lies like, oh, come on, you need to judge that person who's walking on the street or you need to judge yourself because you're not good enough. Or as I said, like some people, they have a, an avoider, which means they like to procrastinate over and over again because that inner program that tells them, oh no, the difficult situations are not good for you. Just focus on the pleasant things. Or well, there's people, there are hyper-rationals. I think also a lot of Germans and they think, uh-oh, no, we don't need emotions. We only rationally, analytically try to analyze everything. Emotions, nobody needs them, not even in relationships. So every one of us went through something in their childhood where we had to cope and those thoughts and inner saboteurs came up, those inner lies where basically we thought, oh, this helps us to survive. But nowadays in our society, at least while we have things going on in the world right now, we don't want to talk about politics, but okay, maybe some of us people are in a survival mode, but nowadays in normal work, it's not that you have to survive for your life. Um, so we don't really need those sabotaging negative emotions. And we can learn that process to switch from being sabotaged by negative emotions into really the right brain where the positive emotions are located. And we call this the positive intelligence brain. Mm. So here in this part of the brain, you actually have a lot of positive emotions. As I said, empathy, um, curiosity, yes. uh, passion, purpose, these kind of things. And you want to learn on how you can access this, no matter how challenging a situation is. Like now in the lockdown, um, it was actually my flatmate who reported me to the officials after a positive self-test. It was not even the final PCR test. So now I can decide, do I want to judge her? Do I want to blame her? Be stupid to her? Or accessing here the right side of the brain, the positive intelligence brain. What are the positive emotions here? Like I might want to see like, putting myself in her shoes, trying to use empathy, like what made her drive? How does she maybe feel in this situation when she decided to react the way she reacted? So you always have a choice, how you want to think and then how you want to react. 
You want to continue talking to your client and trying to close a deal, being overwhelmed and stressed and angry and pushy with negative emotions, which we call the saboteurs. Or you actually want to <laughs> come clear-headed, access those sage powers, those positive emotions, those mm. techniques that can help you find good solutions, help you close that deal in a different way. And the nice thing is also like, for example, people who have the hyperachiever. And a lot of, in China, we have a lot of people um, from their childhood because of the education system and because of parents often, they have a lot of pressure and they got programmed as a child. If I'm not achieving the best score in the Gaokao in that test or the best goal here, or I don't achieve um, to be the best here or achieve the next goal, they feel like, ooh, I can't love, I can't accept myself, I suck. And if you have this hyperachiever saboteur inside you, yes, you can become super driven, successful, and maybe the richest person in the world. But there is still something inside you that is blocking your true potential to actually be fully happy. And those are the things we work on um, with companies. And the cool thing is it's this one application tool, basically, that you use, and you can apply it everywhere in your work for performance management, stress management, for negotiations, better relationships, better communication, and so on. But also in your private life, diet, parenting, uh, and so on. Yeah, and I, I, I like that you, you really give a real life example with yourself and how you had that experience. I know that there's a lot of skeptics out there when it comes to, you know, some, some of these work, you know? And what, what I, so I wanna be, I wanna just put my mind in their, their side and how they may be thinking. Like, because I know someone may say, you know, I'm, I'm a critical thinker and it's good for me to always think about what can go wrong, especially if I'm in risk analysis work. Like I have a client right now and he, he's, he literally say he's usually a critical thinker and he's usually always thinking about what's going wrong. So I wanna just go back to that point when your, when your flatmate reported you what was going on internally that nobody else knew? Yeah, what was something that was literally going on internally? And how did you literally make that switch at that point? And to be honest, when it happened, I was absolutely in a survival mode. Mm. Because for people who don't know about what's happening in Shanghai right now, mm. I have two cats. If you get tested positive here in lockdown, it actually means um, they come like the officials come, they take you in a central quarantine. May, you don't know if it's seven days, 14 days. There's a lot of rumors, changing regulations. And the first thing was, I need to give my cats a life. Because apparently my flatmate then said they will come and pick you up very, very soon. Pack your stuff. And what's going to happen with my cats? They would come to my room, to my apartment. They would disinfect everything. My cats cannot survive like this. I have an automatic feeder, but no, they can't, like, they, it would probably be poisonous. You don't yeah. have that much rights, or maybe I could negotiate to be here, or I don't know. So in that moment, I was such in such a survival yeah. mode. And I thought, because she pressured me, she said, they're going to come very, very soon. Yeah. So to be honest, and barely anybody knows this, I took my cats in a backpack. I put them in the stairwell of our compound on the first floor where nobody can see me. It was dark, it was Sunday night. It was about 6.30 p.m. 
I put my cats in that stairwell of the compound in front of a um, window. I thought my cats are smart. They can survive by themselves. At least they have a chance to maybe run away and to survive. And I was just hoping one day they will hopefully come back. Maybe in mm. two weeks when I'm back home, I'll find them. I take mm. them back home. So my cats, I left them there. Nobody saw them. I said goodbye because I thought they would come and take me immediately. Mm. And um, luckily, I was so lucky. At least I sent my friends a, a WeChat message and I said, hey, mm. they tested me positive And this is what happened. So my friend, uh, he has a real estate agency. He told his colleague, they wrote in a lot of Germans, expat WeChat groups on WeChat moments on Weibo. Can somebody help rescue those cats? Mm. and um, he said oh i found two people they can probably wow. help you to find a solution for your cats go get your cats i said okay so this was about 30 minutes later i went back in the stairwell my cats did not jump out of the window at that moment oh, wow. they wow. were at exactly the same spot mm. so i put them back in the suitcase took them back home and Still, it was a couple of times I packed the food in and out in a backpack. Mm. Should I even put water in bowls under the bed because I thought maybe still they could survive here. And then literally three hours later, we found a solution. Mm. There was a um, quite driver, like a delivery man. And there were like whole Shanghai was in lockdown. There were mm. just a few people who were not in lockdown. He came, he knew that I was positive. So he charged me more, but it didn't matter. I put one cat in a suitcase, one cat like um, in a backpack hidden in an Ikea bag. Well, long story short, I was so, so lucky. I could put these cats over the fence, give it to the Shenzong driver, and we found a pet hotel who could still take them. They were mm. safe. But in that moment, all I was focused on, and I was so overwhelmed by my saboteurs, but mm. in that moment, it was literally survival because it was death or cats be, like, being able to survive. In mm. that moment, or like in the Ukraine-Russia war, um, or other wars, this is survival. So in those moments, you probably need to think rationally. But I was so full of emotions. So I don't know if I fully, clearly thought mm. all the time. I wish my friend would have told me in this moment, hey, Jenny, take a deep breath, um, yeah. do a PQ rep, or use your positive intelligence knowledge. Because in that yeah. moment, I could not, because mm. I was overwhelmed. It was yeah. only like after the cats were safe and after my suitcase here was packed that I could rest. And mm. then I started to become calmer, have a bit less emotions. And then I started to realize, okay, let's use some sage powers here, empathy um, towards my, my flatmate, yeah. for example, instead of just judging and blaming. Mm. But it's not easy, but it's, and this is, those are the situations where you need to be most resilient, where I'm mm. so grateful I have this mental fitness knowledge yeah. that can help me go through these really challenging times, even nowadays when the police is calling or any time at night somebody could come kick you out of your apartment, the landlord, the, the neighbors, or, or, or like you go to central quarantine because this is out of your control. Mm. But this knowledge really helps me to continue my work, even if I have a few of these negative emotions sometimes coming up. So I really need to do more exercises every day currently to keep clear-headed. Yeah, I really, really want to thank you for sharing such a story. It, 
it sounds like something you'll see out of a movie, you know, and and it's really commendable just to see, you know, how how much you have invested in that inner work. Yeah, because it's not really when the sea is smooth, when we need to have strong mental muscle is when we're going through the chaos of, you know, the police coming to get, you know, these animals that you love so dearly and everything seems like it's just crashing beneath you. But to be able to pull yourself back, and I'm sure that any normal individual after the fact would have still been beaten up and stressed. But because of your training and what you're teaching right now, you are able to recenter yourself and show powerfully to share what you're sharing with me here today. And that I really appreciate, appreciate you for being, you know, so vulnerable. And this is the work that we do. And how how can you know our listeners get to know more and learn more about their own saboteurs and sage and increase their positive intelligence scores so that they can be a peak performer in their own work and life yeah so um they these um, tests are actually available online um if you check for positive intelligence um saboteurs pq score and uh, if you want to run um you want to join my seven week program whether you're a company or individual just try to connect with me i'm pretty sure dino will connect and send out a few of like my social medias my websites so you can reach out to me and there's one more thing i just want to tell you guys no matter how difficult a situation is um also think about what are the gifts the positive things you take out of this lockdown here for us in shanghai like not having my cats here because luckily they are safe now um (laughs) i i can i have a huge window so one day there was a beautiful sun at like six o'clock in the morning i opened the windows completely i had never done this before gosh it was so beautiful or like working at home nowadays it also gives you a lot of more time to take a nap Mm. Uh, maybe sometimes multitask when you're on a call with somebody less commute time and it also again makes you creative to think for your business in different ways or what's coming next it helps you to rethink your life your priorities your values so i'm also grateful for this to be honest Mm, wonderful wonderful i i know i know i I asked that that was supposed to be my last question but as you were sharing it it just hit me to to really ask you this this question again because i see how future oriented you are and being future oriented is a major trait of being a high performing leader what what's what's on the horizon for you in the say like the next year or two in your in your work as a high as a as a peak performance coach what's coming up what's on the horizon (laughs) Oh gosh, actually nobody <laughs> knows this yet. Um, okay, I'm just gonna share this with you now that you asked. Because of the current situation and you need to be here now, be rational, critical and see how the market in China may continue. So mm. what I had actually planned and started, like right now everything I do is, I really want to do more for the Western world at the same time, mm. not only be focused on China. So I try to build up more online. I just created the growthzone.global. You can mm. write it in, um, in in Google and check it yeah. out. How, how do you spell that? How do you spell it? How do you spell it? The growth zone. Okay, growth zone that global. Wonderful. Go ahead. So that is something I'm now developing further and further. It's like a mixture out of having a mind belly 
and also like like an Oprah Winfrey show where people have like there's like a video podcast however you call it but a lot of great people resources for you tools knowledge and so on so I really want to do more online and this now is a a good time um, where I also realized yes online for yes China but at the Mm. same time for the western world Mm. and to be honest um Yes, I still see myself doing things with China. At the same time, I haven't seen my family for two and a half years soon. So, and I'm, I'm starting my next visa renewal. So this situation made me think about what are other options? Hmm. Now, like maybe like, is there a chance to do China and maybe do other parts of the world as well? Is there a chance to maybe be located in another city, come regularly to China or what, what is it? So mm-hmm. it really helped me to broaden my mind and to think about a lot of different options because mm-hmm. the world is still big. Other parts of the world are um, living with the COVID-19 now in a different way. So I don't know, it's just a time to broaden your mind. Do you mm-hmm. always want to be in Shanghai or not? Or can you do this in a different way? Mm-hmm. I don't have the perfect answer yet, but I have the first thoughts. I took the first steps to explore and within the next few weeks, uh, months, I'll definitely have the answer and just take one step after another. And then the new path opens up, the right connections will, the new, the right knowledge will also come in your life and you will know. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Janine. And I would be leaving all of Janine's information below, also including information about the growthzone.com so that you can be connected. That global, global, sorry. That global, everything (laughs) would be below in the section description notes for you. And just thank you for being such an inspiration and, you know, such a powerful woman in in this war, in this battle that we're fighting. Yeah, and... Have a wonderful day. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Dino. And take care, guys. (laughs) Nowadays, we should say not stay positive, but stay negative and think positive. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Blessed love and respect champion. Now this is your high performance coach here and I want to thank you for showing up today. Not for me, but showing up for yourself. Because every episode of this show is designed to help you get one step closer in the direction of becoming an even higher performing leader. Living in and from your fullest potential in whatever you do for those you love and for those that you serve. And we are here to help you every step of the way. Now, if you're listening to this show, I believe it's because you are ready to take your performance to another level. And that is why I've created this show as a program in my high-performance leader coaching ecosystem to help you master these high-performance habits with accountability, structure, and guidance from me as your coach. And it is free for you today as my listener. Join my high-performance leader coaching ecosystem right now. Go to levelupwithdino.com. Again, go to levelupwithdino.com. And Dino is spelled D-E-A-N-O. And if you're listening to this in China, you're watching an episode on YouTube, just click the link in the description below. And remember, it is time for you to level up.